people who at home who may be watching. We will be having a prayer service this morning as much as our priest is having some vacation time. And we have a plethora of announcements on the front of your bulletin. Just to touch the highlights, uh, let's see, the Jubilee Center is having a special event on Tuesday, September 29. Everyone's invited. They're going to be showing off some of their new remodeling. We will be having a pet blessing on October 4, but this year it's going to be outside in the uh, Resurrection Gardens. Presumably, if the weather is good. And the Spire is going to be starting a new series of events with a Focus on the Saints, titled Not Your Ordinary Saints, beginning on Wednesday, October 7. It's going to be on Zoom so we can all participate. And I know that we all have our favorite saints, so you can see more information about what they've accomplished for us. Emmanuel and uh, Jeremiah Development are going to be combining to present some uh, flu shots coming up on Saturday, October 10, from uh, 9 to 2. Let's begin. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. And let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful oh God, God, we have confessed that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great King among all gods. In his hands are the caverns of the earth, 
and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to his voice. The psalm appointed for today is number 145, verses 1 through 8. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall love your works to another, and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty, and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. The might of your awesome deeds shall be proclaimed, and I will declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness, and shall sing ahead of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. A reading from the book of Ezekiel. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating the proverb concerning the land of Israel? The parents have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, says the Lord God, this proverb shall no, be, no more be used by you in Israel. Know that all lives are mine, the life of the parent as well as the life of the child is mine. It is only the person who sins that shall die. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is unfair. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way unfair? Is it not your ways that are unfair? When the righteous turn away from their righteousness and commit iniquity, they shall die for it. For the iniquity that they have committed, they shall die. Again, when the wicked turn away from the wickedness they have committed and do what is lawful and right, they shall save their life. Because they considered and turned away from the transgressions that they had committed, they shall surely live, they shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is unfair. O house of Israel, are my ways unfair? Is it not your ways that are unfair? Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, all of you according to your ways, says the Lord God. Repent and turn away from all your transgressions, Otherwise, iniquity 
will be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed against me and get yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, says the Lord God. Turn, then, and live. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the second song of Isaiah. Seek the Lord, like the will of the Son of God. Call upon Him, Lord, Let the wicked their way. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God almost highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, 
but much more now in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work with, it, with you, enabling both you will, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. The word of the Lord. Join now with me the song of the Redeemer. O ruler of the universe, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your words are the ways of righteousness and truth, O King of all the ages. Who can fail to do homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For only are the Holy Ones, Lord. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing those things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir, but he did not go. Which of the two did the will of the Father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him, and even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. 
my Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Amen. Sometimes it seems to me that people just aren't as dependable as they used to be. For example, have you ever heard, I'll call you back tomorrow, and then you never hear from them? Or how about, it's so good to see you, let's get together again soon. It never happens. Then there's the all too common, don't worry about it, I'll take care of it. They never do. My wife and I, for example, have been trying for months to get bids for a couple of home repairs to our house. I've called at least eight different contractors, most of which who never returned a call. Three actually came to look at the house and promised to get back with a quote. So far, one quote has been delivered. The people in our lives that we really value are the ones who don't let us down. They just follow through and get things done. People like our next door neighbor where we live. He comes over and takes care of our mail whenever we're gone or not at home. Today's gospel reading brings us another of Jesus's parables. This one describes these different types of people. It takes us back to the temple in Jerusalem where Jesus is teaching. The elders and chief priests question his authority. And Jesus, knowing full well, they're just trying to trap him, sidesteps their questions and challenges them with a parable about two sons. It seems that a man's vineyard was ready for harvesting, and his two sons were needed to help the workers gather in the grapes. One said to his father flat out, No, he's not going to be picking any grapes today. But a little later, after, you know, thinking things over, he heads out to the arbor and joins the workers with the harvest. The second son tells his father, sure, I'll be glad to help you. But on the way, he thinks of several things that he'd much rather be doing that day, and he never actually shows up. Which son then, he asks the elders and the priests, which son honored the father's request? Well, they answer the question correctly. Understanding the son who actually showed up to work is the correct response. Despite the son having been arrogant and rebellious, he changed his mind and set out to do as he had been asked. He began work as a flawed and a humble person, but he did the father's will. But you know, this, this parable really isn't about grace. And it's not even really about a man with two sons. 
What it is meant to illustrate is two different responses to God's call. Jesus reminds the temple authorities, John the Baptist was sent with God's call for repentance, and they spurned him. But many others who repented and worked to change their lives, in doing so, then they became more worthy of God's heaven, even more so than those leaders in the temple who remained fixed on their laws with a focus on ensuring only that they remained in power. At its very core, this parable speaks to us about the pattern of our relationship with God. We pray. We pray every Sunday and sometimes in between for the disadvantaged and the ill. We remember shelter care ministries and Jeremiah development. But how does that affect our actions? All that praying after we actually leave the church. As we reflect on today's parable, we can discern which of the sons we are most like. Do we promise God to faithfully live forward as stewards of his creation, but then allow ourselves to become distracted and forget our sincerity? That's what one son did in the parable. Or do we most resemble the son who has doubts and makes excuses, but then chooses to honor the father with obedience and service? Well, it's certain that we are not able to donate to every cause or evangelize each and every day. But in the stillness of the evening, as the day draws to a close, can we honestly ask ourselves, what did I do today to lift up someone's spirit? Or how did I care for God's creation? Did I, did I stoop to help raise up someone in need and maybe bring them a little closer to God? Unlike the temple authorities and my home repair contractors, we can be like the son who chose to follow through. We can get things done and answer God's call. After all, fall is upon us, and it's harvest time. So, what will you harvest today?
Jews joined with me in the statement of our faith by saying the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father, the Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, but was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and power, and glory, forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day, we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all our sin today. Have mercy upon us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy. For we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. And we shall never hope in vain. God, you declare your almighty power chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Grant us the fullness of your grace, that we, running to obtain your promises, may become partakers of your heavenly treasure. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Holy God, as we open our doors and welcome in those who will come, may we recognize you among them. As we make our churches safe and enter and care for those who come through our doors, may we recognize you as our strong defense. 
As we say our prayers and light our candles, may we recognize you in the midst of our new common life. As we resume our life and live our lives, may we recognize you as our life today, tomorrow, and always. Amen. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those that are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. In union with blessed Jesus, with the faithful gathered at every altar of your church, where your blessed body and blood are offered this day. And remembering particularly my own parish and those worshiping, especially those on our parish prayer list, Florence, Lisa, Marianne, Nick, Rick, Sam, Scott, and all people in shelter care ministry programs, and for those who have died, especially David, Dominic, and Otis. And I long to offer you praise and thanksgiving for creation and all the blessings of this life, for the redemption won for us by your life, death, and resurrection, for the means of grace and the hope of glory, and particularly for the blessings given me and for those celebrating a birthday, especially Roberta, Byron, and John, and those celebrating anniversaries. I believe that you are truly present in the Holy Sacrament, and since I cannot at this time receive communion, I pray you will come into my heart. I unite myself with you and embrace you with all my heart, my soul, and my mind. Let nothing separate me from you. Let me serve you in this life until, by your grace, I come to your glorious kingdom and unending peace. Amen. Amen. Almighty God, our God, we are your servants, giving all thanks for all your goodness and kindness to us and to all humanity. We bless you for our salvation, preservation, and the blessings of this life. But above all, we are your love and love in redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. For we need the grace and the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such awareness of your mercy that with many thankful hearts, we may show love in your grace, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and walking before you in holiness and the righteousness of all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit 
joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.